What's up, guys? A few months ago, we invested over $100,000 to bring one of our mentors out to Paris in the mainland of France. And this is a guy named Jay Abraham. We actually recorded several hours of content myself with Chris. People paid $5,000 uh, ahead to get access to this event. We also did a sales event last year in the Dominican Republic. People again paid $5,000. We have stacked both of these programs. We've got several other programs from the last four years. We've put everything into a bundle. This is easily probably north of $70,000 in actual product volume included in this bundle, how to grow your business, how to think like a, a big business owner, how to fix your mindset, how to improve your sales, how to get better paid advertising and better results from the media that you're using, how to fulfill on client success, all of the things that are included in having to grow a business by yourself, hire a team, grow a team. We're including this bundle for you for Black Friday as a special one-time event. And the price is so cheap that, you know, I may just go buy it myself. I mean, even though I'm the one that created the content, I might go buy it myself. Uh, check it out, trafficandfunnels.com slash Black Friday. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. If you don't get this, there's something wrong with you. I mean, I love you, but I just gotta tell you, there's something wrong with you. Trafficandfunnels.com slash Black Friday. Get all of this amazing content. It's gonna change your life for 2020 and beyond. Hope to see you inside. You're listening to The Traffic and Funnels Show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Traffic and Funnels Show with your host, Chris Evans and Taylor. It's got to be the most excited I've heard you in forever. I think maybe forever. Excitable. Excitable is the word of the day. Dude, how you doing, bro? It's, it was 19 degrees when I woke up this morning, and uh, I'm not going to lie. It was, uh, it was a bit intense in Nashville. I'm doing great. It's almost 60 degrees little rain in the queen city to water the ground queen city yeah, we need it we've been in drought the rain has come how low is lake norman right now actually it's it's risen it has arisen quite a bit dude i'm just Thankfully. i'm just pulling this up to make sure this works hold on keep going bro you're on a roll right okay. now okay yeah all right well i'll just uh just keep going over here what are talking to what are we talking about today um, I, you know, we had a list of topics that we could discuss, but kind of a theme that we've been on recently is having fun in business, having fun in business. It's very good. Right. Cause we were talking, we were at our elite event last week, right? That was last week Yeah, in Nash Vegas. Great event. People said it was our best event yet. Right. They, so you I, think, heard? I think people say that at every event cause we leveled up every time, but, uh, it was definitely our biggest event yet yeah in nashville our next one is in january and we're actually doing something special where i think we're gonna open it up to potentially some uh some public some public Whoa. specimens civilians Whoa. so if if you know somebody who is a current client get get them to uh get you access to a ticket i think That's we're crazy. not gonna we're not gonna sell it to like the list or anything like that but if you know someone who's a current client then you can come as a referral partner basically so yeah, pulling back the curtain, pulling back the um, curtain. But yeah, we had the goal yeah, day no. on Monday. Then we had the event on Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday we talked about goals and um, how we set goals. And then you're talking about that afternoon. We talked about fun, F U N. Yes. Well, one of the things we were ta talking to our clients about is that many of the things that are on our list next year have to do with fun. If it's not fun, we don't want to do it. If we don't enjoy it, we don't want to do it. Right. 
or if it's not going to make us like boatloads of money. Well, even then, we've done things that have made us a lot of money, but we didn't no, enjoy it. Not boatloads of money, though. <laughs> not like so much money that it's like crazy. How would you? How would you actually classify? I would say if it's got a B it in front of it, if it's like got a, if there's just cash okay. piled up on if my you, boat. If you were like, bro, if I'm going to give you a billion dollars to do this, I think that I would think about it, even if it wasn't fun. Mm. But that's just me. That's just me personally. Yeah. No, I think um, it has to do with we went through a trying time in our business and we were doing things. We got into this place where we were doing things that we didn't really like or love. And we were talking with our clients about longevity and, you know, there's a lot of shooting stars in business, especially online marketing. People come in, they're like a flash in the pan. You know, they're here one day and gone the next. And then you look at guys like Jay Abraham, the wise, yep. the handsome, the yep. best dressed man in marketing. So he's yep. been in the game for like 150 years. Yep. How? How yep. is someone like that around for so long? He's weathered the storms, many a storms. And he was helping us through one of our trying times in, back in early 2018. And we just got on the phone. We were just telling him how hard our lives were and how much we just didn't like what we were doing. And he gave us the permission. So, guys, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do what you don't love. And it was like a big revelation. And I think a lot of people, especially young people in, in business and maybe even people who have been in business for quite a while, they don't realize that you don't have to do things that you don't like. That was a good. good revelation for me. Dude, yeah, I remember that phone call we had with them. And uh, I think that people get caught in a trap because they come in, and especially if you're a client of ours. And, you know, we, we literally have this story happen every single week where somebody will be like, I was, I was literally poor and now I have 120 grand cash in the bank account. And they get addicted to this tap of mm. money. And all of a sudden it becomes like the most important thing in their worlds. And if you stay in that place for too long, then you begin to lose out on the finer things in life, which are actually yes. the keys to longevity. Money is yes. money's more of a Preach. scoreboard. Yeah, I'm telling you what. Money is something that we can go out and create anytime we want. Um, but it is not actually a, uh, a longevity inducing ingredient to the formula. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So what would you, if you, if you call a topic to this podcast episode, what would you say? I would say three keys to longevity, three keys Ooh. to longevity. And well, and I'll give you the three keys in a second, but Pete, what about you got people, me on the edge of my seat? What about the people who are like, well, Taylor and Chris, it's easy for you to say that money's not everything when you have a ton of money. I think that this is an interesting topic specifically for people who have not yet hit their payday. Hmm. Okay. I'm just going to throw it out there because okay. the way that you act when you're poor determines how long it will be until you are rich. My friends, Ooh. the way that you act when you don't have the, here's the thing. People typically, I don't know about you, but I think this is true in your life. You look at John Rockefeller and Carnegie and all the richest people in history, how people really made decisions when they had lack was actually the key to them getting into a place of surplus and John Rockefeller, there's stories of him actually donating money when he made like a dollar fifty a week. There's actually stories of Carnegie donating his time 
into helping people become better learners before he was rich, yep. before he was wealthy. I think this is a really big piece because it's so easy to be like, well, it's easy for you guys to say, or like when I make it, how many times have we heard that? When I make it, I'll invest in this. When I make it, I'll give back to this. When I, no, 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 no. Like it's important that you first in, install principles before you make it, because that's actually the determining factor. If you ever do make it in general, <coughs> I've been talking too long. So I'm just going to, I would agree with that. Continue. Anyways, so um, I would title this Three Keys to Longevity. And I think this is applicable whether you have a little or whether you have a lot. And then we can talk about a little stuff that we're doing for, we got some Black Friday stuff coming up. Christmas is just around the corner, about to cross our biggest year yet. It's the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful time in the whole year. And uh, if you don't like Christmas, then we don't like you. (laughs) Get off your high horse right now. Freaking Scrooge. Anyways. Hey, this is, if you're a business owner and you have people that work for you, I'd say this could also be valuable for them to listen to as well. Because I feel like some of these things are things that we've been talking to our team about as well. Would you agree with that? I would agree. Especially Derek, because he's just so such an unhappy person. Especially Derek. Derek's our video guy. Especially. So unhappy all the time. right now. Look at his profile picture right now. Nobody can see it, but all right. Three keys to longevity. Number one, you want me to hit the first one? Yeah. Number one, number one, number one, number one. By the way, if you got questions, throw them in the chat. Uh, we're going to spend some time maybe at the end of do some Q and a, if you do have questions, number one, compelling targets, three keys to longevity, compelling targets. compelling targets. You say, Taylor, that's so simple. You know what? So is waking up early. So is eating the right food. So is going to the gym. The easiest, simplest things in the world are also the easiest to not do. So we got to include them here. You got to have compelling targets. Chris, how many times have we been guilty, bro, for real, of chasing a target that is not compelling to us, but we just thought we were supposed to chase it? Many a time. Like a freaking dog chasing a car. Like, why are we doing this? I don't know. Just thought it was what we were supposed to be doing. Like, <laughs> it's like, okay, what's the point? I think that it's not, it hasn't been until recently that we've really gotten a grip on what is compelling to us. Like, where do we want to actually end up? I was listening to a podcast yep. this morning by a guy who's old and doing very well. And he said when he's 31 years old, he had $20,000 to his name. Now he's approaching billionaire status. And I'm like, man, I'm 30. I'm younger than he was. I have more than he had. But you know what? I want to I make sure that I'm not just chasing money. I want to make sure that I'm chasing yeah. things that are really compelling to me. And uh, to be honest, I think that we got caught in a season where we were only chasing revenue records. We were only chasing things that we thought we were supposed to, to achieve. And both of us got bored. Yeah. And I think this is why it's really beneficial to have wise people around you. Like Derek. Great counsel around you. Exactly like Derek. Um, No, guys like Jay and and then business entrepreneur friends that we have and our clients have each other and they have us and they have our team. Right. Because what is a compelling target? Are, Are you creating your targets based on what your competition is doing? I know we did that for a while. And oh, that's yes, dangerous. That's dangerous, right? So, you know, I think if you are creating targets, they have to be targets that have some wisdom blanketed over them. Especially if you're younger in business. That's a good word, bro. Here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, everybody, write this quote down. Teach me, teacher. <laughs> Gather the children. What you tolerate is what you will get. Whoa. 
I thought you were I'm gonna. Done. I thought you were gonna rhyme there. What you tolerate is what you commemorate. And you my days rhyme. of rhyming are over. That is a true story, though. What you tolerate is what you will get. Yeah, we in every a, area of your life. Maybe Brian throw in the uh, podcast episode about standards in the show notes because we just did a training on this about standards, which comes down to your toleration levels. Most of you are accepting far less than what you have potential to simply because you're accepting it. So you're tolerating yeah. it, you know? For a really long time, we tolerated poor behavior, uh, poor habits, poor performance from our team. Yep. So who carried that weight? Derek. I mean, me. <laughs> I did. And Lil Tay did. Lil Tay. Yep. Taylor Welch. Right. We tolerated that. So it was terrible. It sucked. And again, it's hard to have joy in that. It's true. What's the second thing? Second thing is outsource your bottom 20%. Oof. Outsource your bottom 20%. What does that mean, Taylor? It means there are things that you are doing that you do not have to do. Somebody else will gladly do them. Me and Chris, man, we just learned this, I think, for like the 25th time. It's like typically the things that Chris loves to do are the things that stress me out a little bit. And the things that Chris hates to do are the things that I love to do. And mm -hmm. Chris's bottom 10% and my bottom 20% are totally different, right? Like, yeah, something that you do not necessarily enjoy. John Maxwell has this grid and I love John Maxwell. Since I was a little kid, I've been forced to study John Maxwell by my father. I hated Thanks, it at Lance. the beginning and I love it now. He's got this thing where it's like a motto. You ask yourself, what does the world need of me? What am I uniquely gifted to do? And what do I love doing so much that I would do it for free? And if you can line those things up, you have a That's recipe really for just your perfect thing. But how many of you know, like the questions to those answers are different per person. Like yeah. the things Chris, Chris will do for free, I can promise you are not the things I would do for free. And so we've really learned how to make sure that if this is in our bottom 20%, this is draining my energy. This is not the, I'm not uniquely gifted to do this. We've brought yep. other people in to do it. And it's amazing the freedom that comes into your schedule when you actually commit to that. Hey, I just want to give a shout out to John Maxwell. I know he's listened to this podcast. Just <laughs> thanks for, for making that man, man. I can't, I oh, lost track you. of, of, uh, how many books he comes out with all the time. And I feel like some of our content is making its way into his books. I believe so. <laughs> sorry, sorry, John. We're, like, we're, we're blaspheming, but he's amazing. <laughs> we love John. I don't think he has a, he's, he's got a great voice too. He does have a great voice. All right. Anyways. We're getting off topic here, but anyways, so you talk about outsourcing your bottom 20% because this is technically yours. And I started talking about it. Well, I think that's how we work. You just outsource it to me, bro. <laughs> that's what I do. Bro, that's how what about I do. You, you can hit the third one too then. No, here's the thing. You will be capped in your business, in your life, by your own lack of discipline and realizing, recognizing, being aware of what you love, what you hate, what gives you energy, what takes energy away, and identifying what you should be doing, right, the, the top 20%. What should you be focusing on? And then everything else, you have to figure out how to get off your plate. By one, either just not doing it, just letting it fall to the wayside, or two, identifying 
the people that need to come in and take it off your plate or the processes that need to be put in place to take it off your plate. And your life will be so much more enjoyable, not only for you, but if you are a family person, which I know that we have a lot of families that listen to this, entrepreneurs with families, it'll be way more beneficial for your family as well. Because I guarantee you what's happening right now, many of you who are listening to this podcast, you have families and you are taking on way much more than you need to take on as a business person, as an entrepreneur, and it is negatively affecting your families because you are stressed out doing the things that you shouldn't be doing and you're taking that crap home. So this is going to help you if you actually process this, think through it, get counsel. Listen, join client kit. Obviously, 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 because, because CK is about the millions of things that you don't need to be doing that you're doing. And we'll just tally 100%. that list up for you and remove it. And man, you got a lot. People don't need to figure out how to get more, more power. People need to remove the drag. Those are two different yes. strategies. Ooh. And a lot, a lot of now the entrepreneurial talking. circle is like, man, you have a vision typically that's like you're excited about, but you have so much stuff filling up your plate that doesn't matter. And uh, we'll fix that for you. The third thing, and then we can uh, move on to other things, is pursue non-monetary riches. This mm. is a conundrum. It's like riches. That statement is rich. That statement is rich. It will, take you, it will take you to the bank on a magic carpet ride. <laughs> I feel like we need a disclaimer. Uh, pursue non-monetary riches. Man, so right now we're in the middle of you know, we're doing 1.3, $1.5 million a month from one business, uh, nearly a hundred a month from another business. We're making an offer on a, uh, a multifamily unit in Charlotte. We've got several properties in Alabama. We are rolling. All right. We are doing the things we've only, we, we, we dreamed of years ago. And I'm just saying this to give validation and credibility to what I'm about to tell everybody. We are not the guys who are like, money doesn't matter. Okay. Money actually does matter. And the more we get of it, the more generous we're able to be, the more people we're able to help. All the buffoons who are like, money doesn't matter. It's like, you know, you see people get a little bit of success. Can I just go off for a second? Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. They, they go get ahead. a little bit of success and they're all like, money doesn't matter. You got like Alex Becker is posting right now about this. Dude, it doesn't matter because you're rich. What about all the poor people around you? actually don't have anything i think it's stupid it's actually levels of energy they get above like 300 and then they start losing their minds they think they're jesus money matters a lot you cannot be mm. generous with no money you can't be you can't invite people over and have community if you live in a tent right you can't you can't pick people up and yeah take them to the library you can't do any of these things if you don't have money money is really 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 important really important but money is only a pathway to create these non-monetary riches in your life i posted the other day um i am richest in the areas that matter the most and almost none of them have to do with actual money in the bank my wife loves me i love her my baby is healthy we take her to church every sunday and she sits in the back and cries i don't know what it is about church she doesn't like it we're gonna get we're gonna get her Dude, you have, we have relate. <laughs> she's seven months old. We have relationships with people that we respect and we admire, right? Like all of these areas are non-monetary, but dude, 
You have to have a level of financial autonomy, upward mobility, optionality to create these. Yeah. As long as you don't get stuck in this place where it's all, all about the money. That is so money. All over. I'm all over the map today, dude. I don't dude, know what's going on. It's just really about the richness of life. And for the young entrepreneurs out there, please take this and consider it. And one day you will arrive to the conclusion eventually um, that this is true. And better for you and everybody around you that you do it sooner rather than later. Because it really comes down to a quality of life. If, if you can lock in on this and leveraging money as a tool for whatever you want to accomplish in life, um, then you'll accomplish great things, not just in business, but personally. And money's fun, right? Like it's, it's a lot of fun having a lake house and a boat and stuff, but What's been man, I've, I am 38. I'm going to 39 next year, guys. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm just, I got some gray hairs, got some wisdom. That's I've been yeah. crowned with. You're getting a little sad. <laughs> I'm scheduled for my plastic surgery in two weeks to work on that. Get a little, a little lift. Uh, no, sorry to offend anybody who's gotten a lift. Um, do you throw, you threw me off? Sorry, what was bro. Insane? You're like, I'm 38. Money's fun. Okay, right, right, 38. Right. No, the, the most fulfillment that I find is not from money, but it's in just the little things like being able to pay attention and spend time with my kids. Right. And just having rich, deep conversations with close friends and um, things that really have true meaning. That's where the fulfillment comes from, my friends. So I would encourage you and implore you to find that now. If you're missing that in your life, you'll be better for it. It's really good, bro. It's really good. All right. So we have one question. Do you guys want to chat about anything? You just let us know. It can be uh, advertising, sales, real estate, money, hair products. Um, oh, I'm not revealing that. All right. Anyways, does your business? This is such a high level question. I just gotta, I gotta focus on this. Um, this question is is so in depth and so thorough and so thought out. This is this is really gonna make this person a lot of money. Does your business focus on social media marketing? No. All right. Let me just. That's actually not a high-level question. You guys, stop being stupid with your questions. Oh, like, you're being facetious. I was being facetious. Like, you have some some of you. If you would show up with actual questions and be like, "Hey, what would you do in this situation?" You'd make a lot more money. But no, you just you want to know if we focus on social media marketing. No big deal. It's all good. Appreciate the engagement, though. What's up, Molly Elmore? What's up, Stephanie? Timothy? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, Sam? Chris Evans is watching this. How is that possible? Oh, I, I uh, pulled up the old Facebook on my computer. Uh, I know, Brian, it's a shocker. Brian, do you have any questions, bro? Or can we end this uh, podcast? Let me know. Here we go. Do you have a program for people who are just starting out? Uh, we do. We have a few. It depends on what you need. If you want sales help, there's a program called Sales Mentor. I think it's one of the best conversion sales programs in the world, actually. Um, people have told us that that's not just my opinion, dude. She is from Paris. We love Paris. Hey, we were just in Paris. Paris. We Paris. 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 You guys had the best croissants. Croissants. 
Uh, coffee. Anyways, she's going to block us now. I'm sorry. We also have Insiders Access is uh, is a really good program just to get inside of our brains. You know, we started in 2015 with nothing, no lists, uh, no revenue, no momentum, no money in the bank, and a whole lot of debts. Yeah. And uh, we'll do over 15 million dollars just from TF this year, on pace to do 25. So. It depends on what you need. If you want access to how our brains work, how we set targets, things like that, insider's access is probably the best. Molly said, Taylor speaking French is so much fun. It is. Thank you, Molly, for acknowledging. Hey, Austin Michael said, you mentioned family. What do you do to help find work-life balance? That's all uh, you, big me, boy. It's, for me, it's um, having my priorities set in place and my family comes before work. That's not bad, man. That's not a bad strategy. Um, for me, I try to be 100%. So this idea of balance, it just kind of irks me. Because if you're truly balanced, I think you're, people have this idea of balance of like equal. But I want to be 100% and 100%. So my idea of balance is like when I'm at work, I'm 100% at work. And when I'm at home, I try to be 100% at home. And sometimes I don't do a good job and Chris has to call me out and he's like, why are you texting me about work right now? And I'm like, thanks bro. Keeping me humble. Omar says, did you guys start really scaling when you got with Jay Abraham? Scaling is a mindset and a mentality. How did he assist? No, we started scaling before Jay. Dude, we came out of the gate like a bat out of hell actually. Mm-hmm. It's our personalities, honestly. Both of us are very impatient people. We don't like waiting on anything or anybody. And so I think a lot of it has to do with that and why we are able to grow so quickly. And in standards, our, our, you dude. Know, in standards. Like if if we made if we make less than like seven hundred and fifty grand in a month, we're like, we are freaking out. Literally freaking out. There's no way we can yeah. pay our bills, like we're so we'd be behind on everything. I think that what we've done is we've normalized up every level. What Jay was, Jay's still awesome at this is just, he's been around for so long. He's seen everything that possibly could happen. And so he's very good at seeing around corners. He's very good at making you yeah. think. And there's something powerful that comes when you just, you're forced to actually back up your opinion. Jay makes us do that. True that. Lee says, if you were to start again today in business, where would you guys start? I love this question. Because there's so many things I think we would do different and so many things we would probably do the same. What is your thought on this, Chris? Come on, bro. Start over. What would we do different? What would you, what would you do? Where would would you start faster? Where would you start? Okay. So let me just give it like in regards to model, I would start with high ticket. Okay. Okay. So that means I would be selling $10,000 packages from day one or 20 Um, or 20. And then I would hire team. Like day one. Mm, that is true. We waited too yep. long. We waited too long. I would say the same thing. Start with something pricey. Start with something that is a big need. And then as soon as you can, like we talked about number two, bring in people to do those bottom 20% activities that we don't necessarily enjoy doing. Here's the, the tough part is you scale. When you really scale, you start talking about a million a month and all of these different businesses. You have to outsource your top 20% as well. And that is hard to do. 
Yeah. So when you're, when you're first getting started, you have to outsource everything you don't like, but then you got to start outsourcing stuff you do like as well. It's difficult. Um, Sam says, question, how do you make so much freaking money? That must be for you, Chris, since you have the lake house. <laughs> Dude, honestly, it's very simple. It's very simple. We are freaks about our economics and our numbers. And Taylor is really phenomenal at this. He's more so than I am. Like a he, freak. I'm more of a freak. Yeah, definitely more of a freak. Uh, no, but dude, you are just very, very aware of our numbers, and you're over it. You look up, you look at them. I'd say way more than I do. Yeah. Um, you're really the driver of that. You tend to more be like visionary. This is this is what we need to do to make this work. And I, yeah. I'm like. My favorite thing to do, like we were driving to dinner the other night. This was Friday night when we had to actually go to Red Lobster. I'll never again be caught dead at Red Lobster. Did you get the biscuits though? Yeah, bro. I got the biscuits. I felt sick the next day. <laughs> I had so many biscuits, bro. I don't think you understand. I can't go there again. Anyways, we're driving and I'm just thinking and, and I'm literally doing this math in my head to figure out if we were to send out direct mail packages and we could only earn 3% of all the revenue, how much would we need to make to hit our revenue goals? And I have no idea why I'm just doing math in my head all the time. And that's partly, I think a personality thing, but it's partly been a habit at the beginning. We had to do math every day, bro. Everything was a math yep. problem. And so it just became part of my DNA. You do this too, though. And we're just always looking at the math. And if you can reverse engineer, you got to hedge funds, dude, they make 2%. Like they're not making that much. Dang. They're not making that much. But if you can nail the math, then you can scale with volume. It's all math, bro. Hit whatever you want to hit, you know? All math. All math. That's the answer, Sam. Steve said, um, this might be a loaded question, but is TF a holding company for sales mentor in the real estate business? No. There's a different holding company that um, owns all of those businesses. TF is its own thing. Molly says, what did you have to give up that you liked to do? Nothing. Well, you had to give up carbs. It's your keto right now, right? Are are you keto? This isn't a business. Yeah, this isn't a business question. She didn't put any context in it, so I'm just going to answer everything. (laughs) What do you want, Molly? Tell us what you want us to answer. Oh, Molly. We had to give up some things in the beginning. Shout out to Molly, dude. She's Molly just hit a record record month. Yeah. Like coaching people how to develop a soap business. That's pretty awesome. Good work, Molly. I love it. I think we had to give us some things at the beginning. We Chris is not going to answer this question. We had to give it. He probably forgot. We had to give up time with our family at the beginning. We did have to make some sacrifices at the beginning. Um, but, oh, you're talking about sacrifice. I don't know if you're talking about sacrifice. Or you're talking about outsourcing things. Copywriting. I'm good at copywriting, but we have to, we've brought in other copywriters. Chris is really, he's the idea generation machine, but you have other guys that come up with strategy and ideas, right? That's what she's talking about. Yeah. She's saying you, you said you had to give up top 20%. Yeah. You have to give up even the strength of the leader because of the weakness of the team as you scale. This is also out of sequence for her because we know her revenue, but the first thing you need to get out is things you don't like doing. Then eventually you have to start yeah. outsourcing things you do like to do. Elon is a phenomenal designer, but he can't be the bottleneck for everything or else the company won't scale. That is so true. And they just had a record quarter profit. 
Anybody who bets against Elon is, if you if you're not a friend of Elon, you're not a friend of mine. Okay, <laughs> don't bet against Elon. The same. Did you see the post I read the other day about revenue per employee? The highest revenue per employee Um, company in 2018 was an energy company. Elon owns an energy storage company, an energy creation company, and an energy distribution company in the United States. If you bet against Elon, you're some moron. Sorry. That's all I got to say, man. I think that's it. Congratulations, guys, for making it through the podcast. Big deal. We got a commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big deal. We're doing a crazy, crazy deal for Black Friday. It's not open yet. There's a little bit of mystery involved. But I sat down for like 45 minutes, and we actually looked through the past four years. Everything we've done, every bit of content we've done, every bit of training we've done, we're putting together a bundle for you that I think is mind-numbing, mind-altering, Mind transforming. <laughs> it's crazy. Trafficandfunnels.com Insanity. slash Black Friday. Trafficandfunnels.com slash Black Friday. No dashes. Just spell it the way it's supposed to be spelled. Black Friday. And you can get on the pre-call list because the way we're doing this is as the day goes on, this is going to get more and more expensive. So you don't have to give any money to this right now. You don't have to do it. Just put your name in if you want to be Uh, on that list to lock you in for the cheapest price. Our offices will probably call you and be ready to go because it's literally going to be like a a mind-numbing amount of content that you're never going to... Some of this stuff, we literally dug out of the archives. We don't sell it anymore. We'll never sell it again. It's some of our highest-priced trainings. Hint. Highest-priced trainings for a crazy discount. Cool. Get on it. Deals on deals. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit trafficandfunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's trafficandfunnels.com.